Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Boom! It's the Bowlology Report. Damien Fleming here. Bradley Hodge, when he gets off the phone. Uh, are you just texting there? No, no, no. As I... an employment opportunity. <laughs> it wasn't employment as my wife, actually. Okay. Yep, seeing how she's going. Boy's home is... He's homesick today from school, so just checking in that everything's okay. Okay. Well, he'll be able to watch the Bowlology Report as well, which is good. Hey, we'll yeah. get through the Aussies... Uh, Loss, bad loss in the second test match. Their build-up in the T20s to Pakistan. Mm. Um, the Australian women are going really well on yep. their way to hopefully win the T20 World Cup in Caribbean. Sheffield Shield is flying. Plenty of opportunities there. Some news in the Big Bash. Social media self-promoter. I'm looking forward to who you've got in the gun this week, Bradley. Mm. But um, when we talked about your... Uh, re-engagement with LinkedIn last week, social media lit up. Can you give us an update on potential employment yeah. opportunities for yourself? And then also, um, has anyone actually contacted you and said, Hodge, here's a job? Well, no, I'm still sort of, I can't say I'm actively seeking, as I said last week. So, but I'm sort of... You're perusing you're, yeah, or you're cruising, just, one of those. Just on the outskirts. But look, there was a few things that came across my LinkedIn profile this week. There's a few I'll read out to you. They're not overly attractive, I don't reckon. But okay. um, this one in particular, which is uh, a centre director, but it's a it's for non-profit. So, like, I'm not sure how I'm actually going to get paid there. So no, that, you understand that. So that's that it. There's management fees there. You, yeah. You'd be getting a nice okay. whack. Are um, you giving back something to the community? Well, that's possibly where I could go. Um, another one, which is in the city of Port Phillip, which is not far from where I live, which is a maternal and child child health nurse yeah. I'm not actually a qualified nurse so I'm not actually sure yeah. how that came up on my LinkedIn but you're batted in partnerships you know how to to give you know how to say oh this you know if you're batting with a young player you know a fastball I'll yep. take the fastball so you, you've maybe they just instincts maybe they just got it because of my age okay yeah maybe that might be it uh, part-time retail store associate yep in Sunnybank Queensland yeah. Not sure the wife's going to relocate for that one for you know, I think 20 about bucks retail, an hour. You know, the, the ultimate job for you, I would have thought, and it's going to be a bit hard now because we're not in the late yeah. 80s, mid 90s, yeah. would be retail uh, assistant at Brashes. Remember Brashes? Yes, I do remember Brashes. Yeah, that's store. Exactly. That would have been your go. You could cool. listen to music, play music and sell um, some vinyl. Cool. I, I would do that. There's a couple more, but this one in particular... It, Foreign Exchange Communication Specialist. Yes. 
I mean, I, you're in. I'm, I reckon that's right up my alley because I've been paid in the number of currencies across the world. Man, um, a couple. Uh, US dollars. Um, Rand. Rand. Uh, what else Rupees. we got? Rupees. I'll take anything, let's be honest. And you're very cagey. You and know the exchange yeah. rates and where to go. So I'm well, going to... Do you, do you press like or do you, or is there an interest button? Um, well, you can be an early applicant. So you've got to send your your, um, your CV in. Uh, but is there any, Has there been anything from crypto startups? The, any potential no, there into that sort of market? No, there hasn't really. Michael um, Clark was going down that route. How, ah. yeah, How did he go? No, it's a retirement. He won't <laughs> be going down that route, no. They're in a bit of trouble. Well, maybe, I mean, Michael was, uh, you know, maybe I might have to ring him and see what happens in this space when you're unemployed and looking forward for some employment. Well, I would think you'd find so. Michael Clark is very busy over in India. Doing is that what he's doing? a lot of TV over there. Yeah, well, he's a pretty good pup. He's well Hados. Hados. Well, Hados can't be doing anything. He got bunged up last he's week. He's got a broken neck. Well, but he could still do a selfie. Yeah, he could. He could. There's, there's one more which, which okay. all of us could probably fall under. And I got excited about this because I thought it was related to cricket. It's, it says test administrator, but it's actually UGL. So it's, it's not actually anything to do Are with they cricket. Are the test series? No, they're not. Because no, <laughs> they <might. laughs> no, then I would think yeah. you need Bradley Hodge. Yeah, but anyway, that's, um, so that, it's not looking good. Okay. Um, keep, them, keep them in, though. Make sure you, um, a, 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 did you find a, an increase in people that wanted to follow you or, or link into you? I haven't actually got... Look, okay, this I'm, week, start accepting people. I have, but what it says on my LinkedIn profile is, I think there's beginner. Uh, I'm actually infant, I reckon. I'm actually even before beginner. I haven't even... Going, yeah, I haven't even... Going, watch out for this guy. I haven't even been impregnated yet. Um, hey, I tell you what, we had a lot of listeners last week and a lot of views on social media, but a, a shout out, and, and we do this quite often um, to our unique listeners, uh, to the four Swedish, Swedish listeners, thanks for listening to the Bowlology Report, and you know I am yeah. all over Swedish cricket, and uh, they've just been uh, participating in the uh, European Region Qualifier C for the T20 World Cup and had a, a riveting win over the Czech Republic Did they? Uh, by six <laughs> runs and you know they're celebrating singing a song probably an ABBA song like yeah. Waterloo or Take a Chance on Me they're flying and all this they're going to the World Cup but they lost in a game no way. to Guernsey to Guernsey I have never Is heard that of like that the country. Isle of White Isle of Man Guernsey's a, a place off the coast of England Are you of sure England. about that? Because I I, I I think there's something fishy here. I don't think there is a country called Guernsey because um, man of the match for Guernsey to got him over the line, right. a Josh Butler. No way. 52 off 45. <laughs> there was also a Stokes that was playing. Wow. Don't tell me Guernsey Look, the only... just made up a country, put in a couple of English players, or South Africa and yeah. New Zealand. One, it needs to be investigated. Well, the only thing I the only thing I remember about Guernsey is that we went on a Guernsey and Isle of Wight tour oh, so when I played for Farmworth, and we got booted off. Why? Well, we didn't act in the appropriate behaviour. Oh, okay. So we thought cricket trips. That's what it was about. Yeah. But anyway, that's why I think I know where Guernsey is. Oh, okay. I can't remember where it was because well, I was too intoxicated to remember it. But yeah, but that's a, that's good. a cricket that was part trip of the back trip. in the heyday. Um, 
Well, maybe we should get a respected investigator to to yeah. see whether the, Josh Butler can't be just punching out fifty two against my beloved Swedish cricket team are trying to get into the maybe he's sub-prode. Maybe sub pro for Guernsey. You know how he, like he used to sub pro. Can you do that? I don't know if you're an England player. Can oh, we'll get someone to investigate that. I would put up someone to investigate Al Jazeera. We They'll investigate. Them. They got some... Get in there investigating. They've released their second documentary and we know they they will leave plenty of stones unturned. They've got they will concrete evidence. Specifics. Yep. Um, just on our listeners... They are prepared not to name names. Just on our Swedish listeners, yeah. have we grown 400%? Because I think from last time we looked, we only had one. And I thought yeah. that I thought that was Ingvar Kampar, the IKEA co-founder it is but he passed away unfortunately so Vale R.I.P. Inkba but I thought I, I, I think there could be we a couple of others so yeah. the Spotify co-founder um, Martin Lawrenston yes. is from Sweden now if it is you buddy can you please help us get this and out get the biology report yeah, out a little bit more too. fluent get us out there um, bowls off spinners or it could Maybe be a suspect action could be Mad- Madeline Olsen Eriksson the yeah. ship magnate. Oh, I think if you're there. So what have we got up to? Two names there. Yeah. And probably two other cricketers. Yeah. Yeah. Well done to Swedish. And um, yeah, we're going to investigate that. I, I want Sweden playing as high a level of cricket as possible. Are they looking for a mentor or a batting, a batting role that could happen in the future? I'm, I'm <laughs> feeling LinkedIn all over this year. <laughs> Yeah, Hodge, things you need to know in cricket this week. Uh, I've got a little bit of theme. Get your kicks bowling to the Aussie top six. and mm. Disappointing, a dreadful test match because we were pumped up last bowlology report. That fighting draw in the second innings. Okay, they've adapted now. They've had mm. two innings in these conditions. They're going to potentially win yep. the next test match. And when Pakistan were five for 57... When Gaza gets four wickets and six balls, yeah. I'm going three-day test. Aussie's going to be singing the song. From that moment, um, real trouble. And also, I just wanted to put into um, financial terms, because you're in the LinkedIn now and you're into the corporate world, potentially mm. the corporate world. Um, players, Australian players are in the bull market, so it's on the rise. So we'd have to say that Usman Khawaja... Yeah. The way he played in that first test match, let's hope his knees are right for the first test match. But, well, it doesn't um, sound good, does it, unfortunately? Well, I'm hearing different reports. Some are going out for the summer, and then I've, I saw on twi- uh, Twitter someone say, I had one of those, and I was back in five weeks. Right. So, so he was a win. I think Fitch, Finch has enhanced his reputation. Yes. I mean, it's going to be an ongoing thing. We probably want him to go on and get hundreds because he's getting nice starts. But... He looked. Um, Do you know what my advice? My advice: just average thirty-five. You'll stay in the side. No, oh, you'll be captain. People yeah, have called this morning. Wants him captain. Yeah. All right. We'll talk about that later. Um, Travis Head, I think, enhanced his reputation. A duck on his first yeah. bat, um, a seventy, and, and a couple of starts. Yeah, he did well. Better well. So I'd expect Travis just get a few shield runs. You were in. Manus uh, Labashain. With the ball, wasn't he a surprise packet? Seven wickets yeah. and, and landed them really mm. well, really good in the field. I'm not sold with his batting yet, but um, I, once again, I think shield runs will keep him in. I thought the way we played Yassir Shah, you know, he was the one that was going to run through us. Eight wickets at 37 yeah. for Yassir Shah. So, so for me, they're sort of the positives. Real positives. Have you got any other to uh, add to that? Look, no, no, you're spot on there. There's, there's not a lot actually to... 
that you can be proud of, not proud's not the word, but excited about after our performances. This, I think the one thing which keeps killing us... We just want them us, if you lose, just a little bit of enhancement, enhancement in your reputation. Well, we're not. We're going backwards. So we showed a bit of character, I think, the, what JL would have been expecting. Um, but the reality is is that we hung on. We were never in that contest in the no. first test. We showed some character, but then you know we get pumped again in the second test. And now our record away from home is just diabolical. diabolical. So this must be the 10th series that we've lost. So... Well, I mean, I'm, I'm just curious as to what we're actually doing to get better. Certainly, if we have, if the stats don't add up for a lot of our players, I'll be honest, they're not great. But the positives, Usman was unbelievable. Um, Finch just keeps going and getting better, and I think he'll have a huge impact. Hedy, as you mentioned, was great. Manus probably, yeah, he seems to be a pretty good all-round package actually. But uh, come from nowhere. And not a lot to back up his No, and statistics. I didn't put Nathan Lyon because I felt like, well, we just tick off another great yeah. series for, for the, Australia's greatest offspin of all time. Yep. Bear market ooh, on the uh, the uh, decline. Mm. Sean Marsh averaged three. Three. Marsh Brothers didn't have a great tour. Mitch averaged seven. Right. My only half an excuse for Mitch was, I, I don't know why he walked out at number four in that first test match. He's two test hundreds. Yeah. He just started to emerge in that ash. He's got a 90 against South Africa, but mm. um, form fell apart a bit there. But I, I just think he, he's not a top, he's not a four for me. No, he's not. So bat him at six. And then if he fails at six, where well, you go, boom, you're out. But to bat him at four. Yeah. I know he dropped a five in the second test, average seven. Well, I think those two have had a diabolical series, let's be honest. And it can happen. It can happen in, in subcontinent conditions. But, you know, if you look at the overall statistics of Sean Marsh, we can't keep letting this happen. You can't just keep going on saying, oh, I'll make two good hundreds against England and, you, and everything's back on track again. And then you come and you have a diabolical series like this as your premier batsman behind Usman Khawaja. Yeah. So he's 35 now. I've, I really like Sean Marsh. I love watching him bat. When he gets hundreds, yep. he looks the best batsman in Australia. Yeah, you know, that laconic style times the ball beautifully. Yeah, but forty-two percent of his Test innings end in him not getting to double figures. Well, it's not good enough, um, and I think he's—I think he's in real trouble. I think they'll stick with him probably because there's nothing else out there which is screaming, "Give me a game." But what a blessed position to I be in. I think it's got to be tougher than that. I, I, I'm hoping. Is there two more shield rounds or three more? Yeah. Regardless of that, real pressure for spots. And um, and the other one I thought, unfortunately, Victorian zone, Johnny mm. Holland, four wickets at 75. And in times in that second test match, it looked like the ball was going to Labashane before him. Um, yeah, that's not a good sign. Real trouble for the duck, I reckon. Yeah, it's a shame. He's, uh, he's had two incredible seasons with Victoria. And, and he's probably... He's probably in the shadows of Nathan Lyon. I mean, as you mentioned, Nathan Lyon's up there with in the top echelon of spin bowlers of what we've ever seen. Yep. And uh, to be compared with him, as others have been compared with Warner, as a leg spinner, as a finger spinner, comparing Lyon to Holland is tough. But the reality is four wickets on a spinning wicket at 75 is not ideal. Okay, positives for Pakistan. Well, they will get plenty out of them, but... We just keep talking about Muhammad Abbas. So it was 15 wickets at 10. And <laughs> oh, I don't get Dale Stane, I mean, we love Dale Stane. Yep. Uh, just a tweet. I think we've just seen the next number one bowler in the world. Yeah. 
he was the second. Uh, he was the slowest quick in that series. He swung the ball least in that second Test match. Yeah. Yet he just keeps getting the job done. He attacks the stumps. His fields are very good. Um, yeah. I would think a tactic would be to move down the crease to take him on. Then they bring Safras, the wicket keeper, up to the stumps. It was um, a real inspiration for medium paces, and we've got plenty in Australia who don't, you know, aren't yeah. really a threat to get a go. Well, it was amazing, isn't it? Oh, it's incredible. I'm not actually sure how he gets you out, to be honest. It's it's sort of one one twenty eight, one thirty with the odd little bit of effort. But it's not like facing Philander, a similar pace yeah. bowler who does really well in South Africa and he's England steady yeah. and other. He's doing it on dry, barren pitches. Yeah, he's got that. So what's he going to do? I mean, he got wickets in him. When he gets to, to, to say, South Africa and New Zealand. Well, he'll tear them apart. Um, you'd think. I mean, good on him. He's a seasoned campaigner that's worked his trade in, in Pakistan and understand what he has to do to be successful There's in those something. conditions. So good on him. Uh, I'm, not, I, I'm not sure I can see... What Dale's going on about being the number one test bowler ever to go around this planet. Um, well, he's a former number one test bowler himself. Surely yeah. he can hand the. Do they hand a cap over? No. Well, I mean, uh, if I was a if I was a batsman in test cricket, I'd probably be sticking my hand up to face Mahmud Abbas before Dale Stain at at his best. Yeah. Uh, I'm not, let's let's just see how things pan out over the next three years for Muhammad, But give him credit where credit's due. He was the quickest of 50 test wickets, wasn't he? I think of all time. And, uh, He's got the lowest average in the last 100 years. Well, it's got to be respected and got to be praised as well. It's a, it's a phenomenal performance. And, and, I mean, he showed his skill uh, to the Australians. And, you know, he caught him Talking off. about praise. Yeah. Fucker Zaman. Oh, my God. Well, On debut. Yes. 97 and 60, where is it? 66. But more importantly, when we talked about that five for 57, mm. him and Safraz uh, just edged the game away. But he's a beauty. He's yeah. averaging 59 in 50 over cricket, averaged over 40 in first class cricket for Pakistan. I mean, he just looked um, fantastic. He looked composed. Yeah. Uh, he was good in defence in that first innings, played his shots where necessary. Um, I reckon Pakistan have got a good one. Well, as we said, he's the best fucker we've seen for a long time. Um, his uh, stats in the one-day games in Zimbabwe, playing against Australia, which pretty good one-day side. Took him um, on. Dominated, took him on. And uh, I'm not surprised by any stretch of the imagination that he had a successful test match. Um, he was one that came and he was, he was able to take on Mitchell Stark's bouncer as well, which not many people take can do. On. And, uh, you know, put him on the back shoe. And then... Played a subdued innings in the second innings as well. So, I mean, this fucker, anything could be for this fucker. We just don't know. He could he could be the best in the world. But do you imagine on debut, yeah. you're out for 97, so close yeah. to 100 on test. He is one unlucky batsman. <laughs> okay, the captain, Safraz. Yeah. Love him. He's a fighter. He put on 147 with Fakir Zaman there, 94 and 81. Yeah. Um, when they needed him to step up, there was criticisms of his captaincy. He addressed that after the first test match. Well, he basically helped him win his second test yeah, match, look, didn't he? I'm not sure. He's in the game, isn't uh, he? Yeah, I don't, I'm not sure where the criticism came from. Um, you know, he put their side 
in a in a winning position to win a test match in the first one and Australia were good enough just to hold them at bay. Um, but yeah, second test match we, they just ran all over us then and Safraz with his aggression, especially with the bat as well, was very oh, good. Oh no, he's full on. Um, but I thought his field placements were spot on. I thought their plans were good and they executed well. He backed their spinners, um, even though you know Yasser Shah didn't have a, a great series. He still backed him but in and gave him opportunities at the end. Yeah, it's. Um, I thought his leadership was very good, and his leadership in his one-day cricket, you know, has been outstanding. They won the Champions Trophy, um, and it's just shown he's going to get better and better. And just commentating the Pakistan Super League early in the year, just asking Ramesh Raja and all those sort of things, just loves cricket. Yeah, loves cricket, Safraz. So, well done to the skipper there and Baba Azab. Classy yes. player, really like him. Yep. Ninety nine. Yeah. Did you ever make a uh, first class ninety nine? Uh, not first class. I made two ninety nines for Moorabbin Cricket Club in under twelves before I got a century. Were you getting? How were you out? What were you? Well, I got 11? bowled. Um, yeah. Only because the umpire at the time there was no scoreboards. I he, didn't know you were allowed to get. We had to retire at twenty five. What were they doing in that? No, it was the final. So the oh. finals, you could actually just bat for as long as you could. Yeah. Um, so in the final, I got. Uh, he came out and he told me that I was on 99 and I bogged my pants and missed a straight one and was bowled next ball. And that was the semi, was it? Yeah, no. semi and then final 99 uh, court maybe, trying yeah, to slog yeah. one as usual. Some, some, will say, <laughs> some will say you never really recovered from that, Brad. Yeah, uh, but back to Bubba. I mean, there was some serious batting. It's a good It's a classy Very knock. good player. They look strong. They look strong. Uh, the Pakistan players well, they get in the Muhammad squad. Amir back into form mm. too. They've got the left arm swing bowling there. So um, what about the run-outs? There was a couple of, um, well, we called them brain fades, really. And first up, Manus Labashane. Yeah. What was happening there? I've got a stronger word, but I'm probably not allowed to say it. Don't say it. Um, brain report. fade. We will be releasing this before 9.30. I don't actually get brain fade. I just think it's... <laughs> Dumb dumber. Well, it was, Mark, it was Mark Wall that called it brain fade. Which I thought was funny. Yeah. Um, was, um, the funniest dismissal I ever saw when he played a reverse sweep against Tufnell at the Gabba and actually hit the ball onto the stump. Yeah. And still come in and complained how unlucky he was. Yeah, look. That's Marky War. I'd love to know what Marnus was actually thinking while he was actually the, he watching so the ball. Time to come, he watched it go onto the stumps. I don't get it. Just in you, you know, first or second test match, you've. You'd just see, you'd see Mike Hussey dive his whole body oh, nice. back into it. He yeah. couldn't believe it no. when he was commentating on it. Um, just how you know, desperate you would be. Just get your body, get whatever you have to do inside the pop increase so you're safe. I, I can't believe it myself, it to be honest. It was slow though too, wasn't it? it? It hit the finger and then just rolled into the It's almost chance. like he's never played cricket again and he was in under 12s and, you know, and then the coach got to explain it to him that you've got to get back into the pop increase once you know, that's out. Are they doing enough running between the wickets etiquette at the Cricket Academy? <laughs> Are they? Oh, I don't, who's I don't responsible? Know. Name names. Well, that might be a job for me. Uh, we've got every other coach under the sun. Well, I believe Dean Jones does a lot of it when he's coaching. He does, actually. In the PSL and all that. Yeah. He gets them at the end. This is how you... Uh, you know, you watch the finger yeah. as they're released. Although I did hear one player go, um, if Andre Russell's batting at the other end, I'm not watching the, the release. I'm watching the ball come this way. Fair call. Yeah, fair Same call. Tell. Um, to the biology report. But what about the... Talk, talk me through your the Pakistan run out. Azarelli. Who's a threat. 
we know what a great player he is. Gun and he player. got himself going. And if we can do a little bit of reactment here, oh. it was, was it who was actually bowling? I can't remember. Mitchell bowling. Stark. No, Starkey did the fielding. I oh, did too. Yeah, so it wasn't spin, well, was it? No, it was a quick because it went down to third so man. Look at Peter Siddle. And, Siddle. And it's very Siddle sort of action. Uh, nice and upright. Good release here. Sickish As outside hit, edge. Hits the edge out there. And it's interesting that they start to run between the wicket staff. As Mitchell Stark, the main man, chases the ball. Yeah. And doesn't have to dive. I don't know. As a, This is a time you need to ball watch. Yeah. Not when it's in the inner ring, mm. but when, when it's outside, you've got to go, did he have to dive for that? And that's just a... Meanwhile, Azza and... You know what they're doing? Yeah. So they're they're, they're um, glove punching. They're glove punching, not watching the ball, right? Right. So here, I wouldn't even say it's good fielding. It's just sort of... <laughs> he's going, what's going on? Throws it into Paney. Yeah. Paney accepts the ball here and takes it. And he does. He goes over a little bit, but I would as well. Yeah. Because that's, that's a wicket. Just out of the blue. Yes. And we need to get another five to get ourselves batting. So they're all going in, and then obviously everyone runs in here. <laughs> Sid's is there. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's not quite working. And, and, and he has to go. And yep. the captain's sort of going, What are you doing? And he's going, Well, what are you doing? You're the captain. Then eventually he goes off here. But the reenactment um, was a little That's bit like. That's spot on. The criticisms we got. I, I, saw, this I read guy an article. around a little bit more. Yeah, well, that's. That's Sean. Sean's just thinking about getting runs in the second innings here. But he got criticised, Tim Payne. Not in the spirit of cricket. Well, I'll, I'll challenge that. He actually did the right thing because it need, when it gets publicity, this brain fade from Mazza Ali, who actually laughed it off in the press conference because yeah. they were in a good um, position, it just goes out to everywhere. Every test-playing nation, all that. Make sure you, you never take anything for granted and run between. And the kids... Uh. We don't want kids just hitting it for boundary and going, oh, I can't be bothered running. I yeah. can't be run out. Well, this was it's not in the spirit of cricket. I thought he was just being... I, I thought he was taking a leaf out of Jason Armberger's book. Jeez. Yeah. So, the but it's usually the opposite where... So I thought Safraz was only not running because it wasn't off his bat, which is like the cheeseburger, you know? So if he hit it, he would have run three because as Ali hit it, he was probably... He said, I only want to run, run. But I as Ali was saying, if end. I go past, I've got to come back. And Hodgie, we're progressing out of test cricket, now to T20 cricket. And uh, not a great start for the Aussies. Uh, Pakistan batting first, 8 for 155. So that, that's, you know, when you're bowling, you're thinking we can chase that down. Obviously, Babar Azam took his... 99 into this. He was 68, not out of 55. Best of the bowlers. Stan Lake and Andrew Ty. I mean, they're pretty much ready-made for, for white ball cricket for Australia, aren't they? I mean, Stan Lake, big, quick, bouncy, swings it. And Ty, right arm smorgasbord. Fantastic. Yeah, well, both of those guys have been outstanding in the last sort of you know, year, actually, for Australia. I mean, as soon as Billy came in, he had a huge impact in T20 cricket for Australia. You know, bowling thunderbolts to the batsman, you know, swinging the ball early. And AJ is that banker that, you know, as a captain, you can throw the ball to any time. You just feel that he's got everything under control when he's got the ball. But, um, you know, that, that's a disappointing result for Australia. I think they would have been, you know, coming off. Aaron Finch taking the reins again as T20 captain would have been looking forward to, you know, getting a good start after a pretty good test series. But, um, again, I just think feel that our batting is, you know, it's either... 
you know, hit or, or bust. Well, 89, and as you said, in, well, pretty much in the power play, the game's all over, just where you're trying to set it up. And they didn't need, they didn't need to be belting them to all parts, really. I, I think if they were 40 runs after the, you know, the first power play, they were well and truly in the game. But um, at six for 22, <laughs> you're, in a, you're in a load of hurt. And Pakistan did well. Imad was in, you know, he's a very uh, experienced left-arm orthodox. He, he takes the new ball... And he bowled Finch and Short, and then um, they got a quite a good varied attack. That young 17-year-old Shaheen, the left arm quick, saw him in the PCL. So they keep producing the, the big quicks, but you know an opportunity lost for for a lot of those those names really for the Aussies. Well, I mean that's not even Pakistan's best eleven. You feel that Mohammad Amir would come back into that team at some stage, uh, Shadab Khan, um, but you know. Four of their last 27 T20 games. So they're a very strong outfit, the Pakistan side. And it's their bowling, which, you know, generally is really, really good. But you don't see too many teams blow out to 180, 185. But, you know, just in terms of our batting, I think this will be an adjustment for Justin Langer, where, you know, for the, at the Scorchers, they've got a pretty regimented batting lineup where, you know, it's easy pace at the start and then build, 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 build to the end. Where, um, yeah, the Aussies are pretty much chuckle the big guns out there and fast food, see how we can go and, and see how many we can actually score. It's a, it's a different tactic and, yeah, I'm interested to see, you know, the feedback of the players, but I'd love to see a gun number four in there just to hold that position down. Maybe Travis Head, you know, they can just have a, some experience in there. Maxi, you know, is hit or miss, but, um, yeah, all in all, you just got to park it and move on to the next one. Hey, we had a cracker. India-West Indies overnight. India batting first. A young player called Virat Kohli got 100 for a change, 157. Yeah, I mean, he's not bad. I mean, he's a good young upcoming player. <laughs> of 129. <laughs> Quickest man to 10,000 runs. Um, so India, 6 for 321. And, and West Indies, 7 for 321. So I hope, who uh, we know is a uh, very classy young player, he scored 200s in, in one test match against England. He, he smashed 123, so good to see there. But that's an amazing game. To think that you can get it close to 321 and they actually tied. Well, that's a couple of games. Uh, you, know, you know that India's going to be a big scoring game. We saw Sri Lanka tailed off uh, England just recently scoring you know, up near 350. So that's sort of the benchmark these days. You know, it's Robert Chalmers and Virat Kohli. Just, just six, seven and overs, nothing for these guys. They're so talented and so skilled. And they time their run immensely, especially batting second there. They're so skillful to keep the pressure on the bowling group. Um, but, yeah, who knows what's in store for Virat Kohli. He's, uh, he, he has to be up there with one of the best one-day players of all time. I, I think Ponting and him are probably on par, you know, in terms of, the most destructive, you know, three or four. Um, I'd chuck yeah. Sir Vivian Richards up there when I, as a kid, like I think he averaged 49 when everyone else was averaging around 20. But what about his stats, Hodgie? Virat Kohli, he's averaging 55 in Test Match Cricket. He's averaging 60 in One Day Internationals and 49 in T20 Internationals. Well, it's, it's as good as you <laughs> can get, isn't it? <laughs> I mean, uh, how do you... How do you get him out? You just hope that you... Oh, God help Australia when he comes out here if he's in this sort of form. Um, but I actually think India 
his T20 side looks a lot more formidable with the bat than their actual test side, you know? Um, we've seen Rohit Sharma come in and he just sort of hasn't nailed it, but... He's a white ball superstar, as is Darwin. Raidu scored 73. Dhoni, um, they got part in there as a, as a batsman. So And and the bowling's strong. You know, yeah, Shami, um, Umash Yadav, Kuldeep Yadav, Jadeja, Chahal played this game. Um, so that's a few gun quicks not even playing. Yeah, well, that's that's what makes them strong these days, isn't it? And, uh, yeah, they're probably going to be up there leading the charge for the World Cup. In any form of cricket, actually. Hey, talking about World Cups, though, uh, the Southern Stars, our girls beat Pakistan 3-0 over there in Malaysia. Um, there's a World Cup, obviously, in West Indies in November. Game one, one by five wickets. Megan Shoot and Nicola Carey, three wickets. Second game, 150-run win. Meg, 125. Rachel Haynes, 79. And then the third one, 89-run win. Alyssa Healy, 97. Ash Gardner, Smashed 62 off 37 and three uh, wickets. So um, we've got the experience doing well there, but obviously with Ash Gardner, the, the younger players are, um, are obviously showing how good they are. So that's good signs going into a T20 World Cup. No, it's very good signs. I think they're just building nicely. Um, uh, they've certainly got the... I think that's probably, what, the six-game straight for our T20 team now. But they look like they've got a great variety as well in their bowling. You know, should open to bowling and moves the ball. Sophie Milanu's pretty cagey with her left arm orthodox. Um, there's plenty of options for the girls to, to have a crack at. And, you know, with Meg in there smashing runs, Meg. you know, pro- probably the best batsman, you know, uh, that we've seen, you know, in girls' cricket where she's just, she's an elegant stroke maker. She does it easy. Um, probably up there with Belinda Clark, I guess, in yep. terms of you know, the best that we've seen. Okay, moving on to Sheffield Shield. The games are starting today. Um, from that first round, for the quicks, you know, who enhanced their reputation? Jackson Bird, 10 wickets. Tremaine, 9 wickets. Trent Copeland, 9 wickets. So they've been consistent wicket-takers um, for a few years now, isn't it? I thought we talked about how Tremaine was probably unlucky not to be over there in Dubai and Abu Dhabi, a bit quicker than the other two boys, bowls reverse swing. But it's good for that next tier to be putting pressure on as Hazelwood and Cummins come back into it. Um, Gabe Bell, swing bowler from Tasmania, I like his work, four for 17. He's got 36 wickets at 18 in his short wow. shield career. A little bit of... Um, Ashes might be on the cards for, you know, because I think when we go there next year, we, we need it. We've got the big, quick pace bowlers, and I hope James Patterson gets there as well, but I'd like to have a little swing bowler in there as well. Well, we seem to make the, uh, we seem to probably make the same errors every time we go there and not pick, you know, a Chad Sayers or a Trent Copeland or a Jackson Early, give them five tests, you know, or they're going to have an impact. You know, that's why Jimmy Anderson's been so successful. Um, you know, they move the ball, they shift the ball. And it doesn't matter how fast you are. If you, if you don't move the ball, you know, they're good players. They're going to exactly. be able to make, find a way. There's probably only Mitchell Johnson that, you know, can rough people up whenever he wants to. But, um, you know, that's a rare thing as well. But, um, yeah, I don't know much. You probably know more about uh, uh, Young Bell. But, yeah, I like the, I like the thought of Trent Copeland you know, getting a look in again. He played a test match for Australia, so there's no reason why he's not better now than when he was when he played. But I like Chris 
Tremaine as well. He's aggressive. He uh, bowls the odd bumper when he needs to, and he can rough a few feathers up. And he's a bit James Pattinson-like. You know, he gets the gets the red or white ball in his hand and turns into a different human being and wants to smash some wickets down and get a few poles. So I like this sort of style. How much would you have liked to have been a, a, a quick? Well... B. Hodge getting his runs, but, but like able to still bowl quick enough to bowl bounces. How much would you have loved that? Well, do you know who I would have loved to have been? Duncan Spencer. Okay. Remember, he, he, was about, he was about the same height as me. And bowled and 100 miles fast. an hour. Oh, my word, he was fast um, and scary and at the whacker. Um, but I, I think if I, was, if I was reincarnated as a fast baller, that's, that would probably be me. Yeah. Um, but it's too hard, let's be honest. Hard on your toes, your ankles, your knees. I'd much rather bat for a living, for sure. Yeah, my surgeon was pretty happy with the, all the work that needs to be done there. Uh, and for the batting, there wasn't too many of the, the contenders that really put their hand up. Young Will Bukowski, 240-odd, but he's out of the next uh, the game starting today with, uh, with illness. So there's still opportunities, isn't there? You would think there is still at least one spot up for grabs in that top six for Australia. You might have to go back to that 1977 Ashes tour where Rod Marsh was the keeper. Richie Robinson, the Victorian keeper, actually opened the batting. A little bit of trivia for there, Bradley. Free, well, there you go. Free charge. Okay, a bit of BBL. And uh, the Melbourne Stars have signed a young Nepalese leg spinner, Sandeep Lamashane, who is getting wickets for fun, basically. You would have seen him in the IPL for Delhi, yeah. CPL. In that, the World Cup qualifiers, the associates. Taking 24... 24- is he related? Is he related to Manus? No, there's no G. Oh, okay. If you put the G in, they, they could be, but... Um, Critical battery, please charge. But 24 wickets at two in the Associates World Cup qualifier. Who's he playing against? Um, I think it's the Swedish and, and, and Guernsey, if that's uh, an actual country. <laughs> uh, oh, Josh Butler obviously didn't get any that day. But um, look, he's a serious bowler, this guy. I've seen him in the IPL. Punter uh, put the paddle up for him uh, for the Delhi Daredevils. He came in late played a few games when they were struggling and made a huge impact for them and did well. And, uh, yeah, obviously in the associate leagues, he's, he's been a phenomenal player and he, he'll do well here, of course, because, you know, traditionally, you know, our players struggle against good legs. We've seen that against Shabab Khan and uh, Samuel Badger. Well, they continue to be a threat. You know, Brisbane Heat have signed Afghanistan's Majeed. You know, I saw him in the... IPL, he was, it was just happy days. He's bowling his leggies and he's, there's offies and he's nice and tall, gets bounce, um, a constant threat and spin to win in T20 cricket. Yeah, well, he was 
was a you know we we paid I think around eight hundred fifty thousand for Majib in an auction for the IPL. Um, so half your you know, coaching fee. Uh, I, I, mate, I, I coached for the love of the game. <laughs> just give back to the community. But um, hey, R. Ashford was one who was big on this guy. Said that you know he wanted something different. He'd seen him before, and the tricks that he had was outstanding. He'll he'll come here and dominate Majib for sure. He's uh, an outstanding talent, and one of those different. Know, players which you know traditionally we never see them here the sort of self-taught self-coached cricket players that just get out in the backyard and find a way you know bowl a douche bowl a wrong and bowl a leggy without any thought about um, technique or you know that sort of coaching it's it's really it's all, it's all about getting a good result down the other end and the batsman has to deal with it So we had sort of had a translator, um, but I, the simple message was just bowl the stumps, and he just nod your head, yes, coach, that's it, and he had no idea what you were talking. Did you about. pass on a little bit of Aussie slang? Oh, he probably heard it a few times. Um, he, he actually broke his thumb in the second last game, oh. I reckon, of which of which we needed to win, and uh, you know he bowled one over, and of course we took that. X factor out of our game, we end up losing, and I think I was in the dressing room, and he probably heard a few Australian obscenities which he'd never yeah. heard before. Yeah, really good story there, Bradley. Good ending too, because uh, you lost your job, so uh, maybe a broken finger might have helped to that. Hey. Yeah. Time for the segment that, let's be honest, all celebrities around the world, particularly Hollywood, too scared to post stuff on social media because if they show any opportunity of self-promotion or promoting brands, there's one man who's going to nail him, and that's you, Bradley Hodge. Who have we got yep. in line this week? Mate, I'm all over for the social media self-promoter this week. We've got a couple of cricket players, which is pretty cool. Good. Um, and, uh, look, there's one person who's been leading the charge pretty heavily um, on the social media uh, post. I'm not sure why, hashtag no spit. But anyway, oh. I'll get to his... Um, his name is... I'm not sure how many tests he played or whether he was that good, but his name's Shane Warne. Um, Sean. And Sean or Shane? Shane. Shane Warne, yep. No, no, but someone, someone down the street told me he was pretty good, so I'll, I'll go with that. But there was a guy named Shane Warne who, um, all this week, one of the ones was, thanks for having me on your terrific show at Lee Sales. Now, if, if you don't know who Lee Sales is, she's uh, on the ABC on um, the 7.30 report. I hope people are enjoying our interview and also enjoy my new book, Hashtag No oh, Smith. Yeah. We just reached number two in the bestsellers list in the UK. So lift Australia, we can't let those poms beat us. Ha ha. Uh, who, who's number Who's number one over there? Uh, well, I've no idea. Might be Peter Such. Peter Such. They might prefer off spinners over there. Maybe. Okay. Yeah, that's, uh, oh, look, there's, there's a couple there, there though, isn't there? Well, we probably know that Warnie's never watched Channel Two in his life. No. Um, the ABC, because uh, he's a Channel Nine man for a start. Yeah, exactly. Oh, he's Fox now, isn't he? Fox Sports. Uh, we know that he's promoting his book in a secret way for us to go out and buy it and not let the Poms win. And that's just lying in his own pockets. So good one there, Warnie. No spin. Uh, he's got another one. It, it follows on from this. Uh, you know, a big day in Tasmania signing my new book. Oh. You know, hashtag no spin. Thank you all to those down the Apple Isle, blah, blah, blah. Um, and again, 
don't think Morty ventures to the Apple, Apple Isle too often at all. No. Um, unless, unless he's showing a book or two. And he's active again, actually. Um, three nominations. Three, that's why he's been a big player. And this is what happens when you come back to the Melbourne Shores. He's been, been busy. He's a busy man. But it's also a thank you to Mark and Con at Superfinish, which is a car mm. dealership in uh, South Road, Moorabbin. And it's, it's a photo of his brand new GLE, uh, I think it is, 63, uh, wrapped in black. Enjoy my new drive to Geelong, blah, 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 hashtag no spin. So he's, he's trotting off down there to Geelong to vlog his book. So it's just been... You know a, what he's doing. Some, we know exactly what he's doing there. So... Um, I'll move on to the... That's, uh, he's a really good friend of Morty's, actually. His name's Steve Wall. Yeah. Um, yeah, I believe so he's dedicated I, a chapter to him in his book. Yeah, I think so. So, I mean, obviously, <laughs> you know, they played a lot together. So, they're, just, I was, they're pretty positive. But Steve Wall is... Uh, he's on Instagram. And he's been overseas a lot lately, uh, Targa. He's promoting his, his uh, captain's ride, which is great. But he's also... Oh. He did some work over in... He did some work over in Sweden. Maybe he caught up with the four listeners. But yes, definitely. He was he was commenting on the state of Australian cricket, just saying, look, give him a break. It's a pretty tough game, blah, blah, blah. But on his Instagram post, it just had a picture of his baggy green. Huh? Now, now, Tugger, if you're saying that it's, it's not that easy, are you promoting yourself showing that you're one of only 450 representatives in Australian cricket to get that baggy green? We know what you're trying to do, yeah. buddy. We know. We know. Was it was it the old one? Was it the old baggy green or the, or the one, new one he got later in career? Uh, it's a good question, actually. It looked looked right a bit new to me. Yeah. Looked, looked a bit new. A bit new. Um, and look, maybe he's lucky enough to get a couple. Uh, he was captain of Australia, of course. Oh, where's your baggy play. green, uh, Brett? It's in the cupboard here, actually. Okay. Very good. Yeah, somewhere in there. Clean the car earlier. But still fits, case, still um, fits. <laughs> I, don't, I don't try it on, to be honest. Um, uh, I, I, I don't think I officially retired from Test Match Triggered, actually, so I'm just keeping it there just in case I, I get a call from Trevor Holmes to see if he wants me back. Uh, next one, and I this person was very cagey, actually. Um, and it says, Great day at the Metropolitan Golf Club. With my good friend at Brendan Favola. Hey, uh, hey. The person was Damien Fleming, who was at the. It's a charity event. Club. I'm looking after the charity, sort of. Well, is it? Well, the charity hasn't actually begun, has it? <laughs> no, nah, there's no charity. <laughs> no, we know it's no charity. We're there promoting the, uh, the World Cup of Golf. World, World Cup of Golf in November World at Cup Metro. Of, World Cup of Golf, that's it. But we know. We know you're there promoting uh, golf, getting a free game of golf, probably a free, free couple of balls as well. Three. But but I was more devastated that I, I then looked up Feb's Instagram post and there's you two fluffing around again promoting Metropolitan Golf Club and, and all sorts of Well, he's a celebrity. Clubs. He comes second in uh, the, the Best Young Talent in the Commercial Radio Awards a couple of weeks ago. He's, be, he's been oh. in there for three years, new talent, and he lost to Glenn oh. Denyon, who must be 40. So he's a, he's a superstar, fit. Right. Okay. Well, he probably doesn't need the promotion there. So no. anyway, that's no, he does. If he's going to win it, if he's going to win best um, new talent in his fourth year, but no, I better take those votes. Yep. All right. Now, speaking of making some runs, uh, 
I see. I caught her. She was in the, she was in a spa treatment called Chakra Midi Spa. Oh. Now I don't know too much about this, but I asked my wife, and she said this particular treatment where they stick needles into your skin to make your skin look oh. really good and pretty. Well, she's already pretty anyway, so I'm not sure why she's actually going down this path. But we know, and I know, that this particular this particular procedure was done on the house. Oh. For Julia has to post it on Instagram. So, Julia, you don't escape the social no. media yourself. No, we're all over that. You have been caught. Bad luck. Um, and the last one I want to move to is um, a good friend of mine, and he's going to terrorise some uh, Australian batsmen this year, and it's uh, R. Ashwin. And uh, Ash was on there promoting uh, Johnson's baby powder, or at Johnson's baby powder in here. Now, I've never seen him, I've never seen him apply any sort of uh, powder at all to the nether regions ever when he's played cricket, so I'll go on. It says, as it does, it's been my top priority, let me repeat, top priority, to give my girls gentle care that my favorite, <laughs> gentle care with my favourite products, blah, blah, blah. All you Johnsons, I'm so glad I chose, hashtag chose, get gentle with at Johnson's Baby Powder India. No, that's a hat trick right there. Oh, my That's God. a hat trick uh, right there. Yep, so... Uh, he won't be sending the Johnson & Johnson to the Australian left-handers in the batting lineup this summer. There's two honourable mentions, really. One's to uh, the great Greg Norman, who um, it did, probably didn't deserve self-promotion as such, but he was performing half-naked again, as he usually oh. does, uh, having a manicure and pedicure, and just explaining to the world that if you have time, go and treat yourself oh. to one of these. Uh, well, we don't have time, Normo. We've got work to do. We've got podcasts to do, Greg. We don't have $9 billion to play golf every day and go for pedicures and manicures. Um, well, he won, this, he won the self-promoter last year. I, I think he's going to do it. Who else have we got? We've got one more, which is um, Mitchell Stark's brother, Brandon, who's obviously returned to... Um, he's a star. And I, yeah, and I just, I just thought I'd make mention, because it's a very very extremely poor effort to try and copy Michael Clark or Mitchell Johnson in the gym. Um, you know, at least Michael... Actually, at least Mitchell lifts some heavy tin. This was probably... But Puff's just working on his calves. I just feel that's the one deficiency he feels he's got physically. And, yeah, and they're well, tough to pump up your calves. Well, we haven't seen much from Puff lately. Um, he's probably reeling from that... Uh, that, that job thing that, that um, he was trying to be yeah. talked about earlier. But anyway. Um, it's getting into the summer, to... though. I'd say Michael will start hitting the gym a little bit. Yeah, he'll, he'll come to it. He'll come to it. But Brandon, you know, just after gym sessions, posted, you know, immediate post-training gym fuel at Yo Pro. Oh, okay. And blah, 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 hashtag fuel your journey. We just want you to get over the bar, mate. That's it. Um, get a gold medal. Uh, yeah, just get a gold one. Gold um, medal, and they'll come to you. You don't need to be plugging as you're jumping no. over the big high jump there. No. We don't need that. We don't need that. Your brother bowls pretty fast, um, and he's a superstar of the game. You just get yourself ready. It's get another couple of years before you get some airtime. But uh, we know what you're doing, buddy. We know, and, and I'm going to give him one vote. 
I'm going to go Julia Wade, two. Ashwin Fleming for Vola, all three. Steve Wolf four and and Shane Warne no spin for three nominations. I'm going to have to give him three each. I'm giving him a nine. Yeah, that's a. You happy with that? No, my word, it's been hugely. He's been out of this world on social media this week. And what we've been appreciating though, Hodge, is people dobbing in these celebrities. So thanks, keep that going. But that was the Brad Hodge Social Media Self Promoter Award. Hey, mate, we had a poll question. They were uh, just on the back of Justin Langer talking about, um, you know, picking characters over cover drives and then also saying that he's been opened up a little bit talking to a golfer, a golfing coach who talked about, give me a golfer who's got a good technique and poor mental skills over a golfer who's got poor technique and strong mental skills because his philosophy was if the golfer's hitting the fairway, eight times out of ten, I can work on yep. his mental game. But if a golfer is always hitting him in the trees, it's not going to matter how mentally tough he is, he's not going to get on the green in regulation. So I went with um, the, the four options were um, character over cover drives, characters who cover drive, characteristic cover drivers, and your nomination, just get the fast bowlers to bat in the top six. And 40% yep. of the votes went to the people want, they want characters who happen to have a cover drive, 40% of the votes. Well... You were a cover driver and a character. Yeah, look, I think there's merit in that. Um, I think yesterday the Australians forgot about that. (laughs) They could pull to know I've got 20 years in the top six, I think, pretty early. And and our good friend Jason Gillespie nailed him as well. He got 200, batting up the order. He was more a defensive nudge through the covers... Big, but remember our, our old coach, our old sage, Les Stillman. Remember his big philosophy one year was show me a man who wants to cover drive, and you are showing me a man who wants to get out. Yeah, I remember him saying that many times, and uh, I sort of disagree with Les a fair bit about that. In fact, I, I love playing the cover drive. Who doesn't love playing the cover drive? We saw on, uh, we saw on, um, Cricket.com.au promoting the extra cover shot of Damien Martin over mid-off for six. No one better. Who's the most glorious shot ever? Who, who doesn't want to see a cover drive? Cover drive and the pool shot, but no one was better than, than, than Damien Martin. I remember when he retired, I was working on the commentary of the great Mark War, and I said, Damien Martin, if I had to pick a perfect Australian batsman I played with, it would be Damien Martin hitting through the offside. And yep. it would be you, Junior, Mark War, hitting through the leg side. And without a second's pause, he goes, hey, Flemo, I think I was pretty strong through the offside as well. <laughs> it's Marky War gold, wasn't it? Didn't take the compliment. He's just thinking, what? What about my offside play? Nah, he knows straight away. He's onto that. Um, without a second thought whatsoever, Junior War. It's brilliant, and it's not surprising. We love him for that. Now, Bradley, we've got, to get, well, we've got to get you going. You've got to get onto LinkedIn and start getting these opportunities. Just quickly, on the way out, um, Cricket Australia releasing uh, two of their reviews on Monday. We've got word that uh, Paddy Howard, the high-performance manager, will be leaving midway through 2019. No, no extension, or he won't be seeking that. that. That's got you written all over it, hasn't it? High-performance manager. Hey, I never thought of that. Actually. Yes. Just, um, yeah, I've been against 
stuff together. Um, you might have to move to Brisbane. Has that, has that been announced before the reviews come out again? Is that like we've appointed a lot of people before the reviews come out yeah. again as in the past? Yes. Uh, I, just, I just feel that we're getting the wrong, getting the wrong way around. Uh, let the review come out first and then assess whether you want to stay on or keep going or get the sack. Um, but we will way, be, are you comfortable, we will be reviewing the reviews at Next Biology Report. Are you happy to do that? Can you scrutinise? I mean, you've got a bit of time. Look, I'm very, I'm very comfortable in that. I Just proofread them. We had, what was the last one called again? Argus uh, Review. Argus Review. Yeah. Well, that was pretty crappy. I mean, really, all that had. We, what did they pay that guy? How much money to come out and say, bowl at the stumps, hit the ball, and make more, you know, score runs, take wickets, and you'll be fine. Okay. And win games. You might have just done the review there, Bradley. Okay, that that's it from the Bowlology Report. Just a little bit of... Uh, I've just got a little bit of a note here. Uh, just apologies to all the cricket fans in the country, Guernsey. Uh, you were correct. It's just outside of UK. And what a place to travel to. You know, the beaches, the wineries, the golf uh, courses, and, of course, the cricket. And good luck to them in their associates or the... the the campaign to get into the World Cup. No doubt they'll do it at some stage. But Bradley, we'll catch up next week. We will do, Flem. Thank you. Keep swinging. Guernsey, Guernsey. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 